Hi, Jax. Hey, Jax. Hello, Jax. Hey, Jax, I have a question for you. And I'm just wondering about... I wanted to ask you about... Uh, I have a question for you. I have a question about the history of porn. Hey, Jax here. Welcome to this week's Thorny Issues, a shame-free female-led podcast answering uncomfortable questions about sex and intimacy that we all have but can be too nervous to ask for fear of being judged. This is a non-judgmental, inclusive, shame-free, science-backed space. Welcome. And I'm back. Sort of. You'll notice if you see the timestamp on this week's show, it's a little shorter than normal. I was sick last week, friends. So sick I had no voice, so I couldn't even pop a little note up into the feed to say there would be no show. Uh, So those of you who follow on Instagram will have seen that. For those of you who don't, follow on Instagram. And then when you're wondering on Thursdays why there isn't a podcast in your feed, you will know. I came down with strep throat and my goodness, that is the most painful, painful thing in the world. I lost my voice. I couldn't swallow. Yes, make as many jokes as you like. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't eat. Couldn't drink. I lost my appetite and my sex drive, which is how I know when I'm really sick. I had a fever. It was really quite nasty. And the week went by in a blur. And it was all very overwhelming. So looping back to why this show is going to be a little shorter, it might sound to you like I have a voice, but I am really having to preserve this and make sure that I will be able to speak tomorrow. And if I talk for more than about 15 or 20 minutes, it gets incredibly painful. There's then a coughing fit for about 20 minutes. And unfortunately, I just don't have a full show in me. Also, my brain isn't functioning. And I want to make sure I give you good well thought out, well researched advice. So I have researched one question for you this week, but unfortunately not couldn't quite get my head around a second. But I will do that soon. And I wanted to thank you all for the support that I got last week. I popped on Instagram that a way you could support the show is maybe to share it with friends or to uh, send your favorite episode on. And I got more listens last week than I could ever have expected. And hopefully that means I got some new listeners. So hello, if you are new to the show, welcome to Thorny Issues. It's lovely to have you here. I hope you enjoy it. And speaking of questions, I might only be doing one this week, but perhaps I could answer your question next week or in the weeks coming up after. If you want to submit a question, you know what to do. Go to the website thornyissues.ca, hit the submit a question tab and record away. If you don't want your voice on the show, you can always type a question out and I can get a friend to read that out. More of them are definitely coming in through email, but I want to hear your lovely voices. I want to hear from you. So please don't be shy. Message in. I'm not going to dwell on the fact I was sick last week. Did I mention that? I don't know if I mentioned it yet. But um, one thing that came up and made me think of this show, because I think about this show a lot, but also I'm creating this shame-free space. And you all know I'm very happily single. I'm happily dating, but it means I don't live with anybody. I don't have a primary partner who is here. And I'm 
incredibly happy with that situation right now. It works for my lifestyle. It works for the kind of work that I'm looking to do at the moment. It gives me a little bit more freedom. I don't need to feel super tied down. But I definitely had some moments last week, I'd say around 2, 3, 4 a.m. where I'm sobbing on my bedroom floor because I can't sleep and I'm in so much pain that that was the time I rude the fact that I was single. It's like, Jax, why do you have to be so damn independent all the time? Why can't you have someone here to give you a hug and tell you, it's okay, hun, you're not dying. Buck up, be a grown up, it's fine. And it made me laugh, but it also made me think about how we get conditioned into the spaces that we've chosen to be in. And I have this sometimes quite harsh, strong, independent woman exterior that is very much me. It's very much part of who I am. But there are moments that I need to be vulnerable and I need to let people in. And there is no shame in doing that. I ended up texting one of my closest and oldest friends because I desperately needed painkillers and throat lozenges and all sorts of things. And there was absolutely no way I was moving from my couch. And to send that text took so much for me to be able to say, please, can you help me? please, can you do this for me? Because I'm so used to doing things on my own. And so this is just my little message to you that if you're feeling overwhelmed or if you've got a lot going on, but asking for help feels like something that you shouldn't need to do, there is no shame in asking those closest to you for help. It's okay to need people. That's one of the joys of being part of a community, whether that is a community with your relationship and the people that you love, whether that is a work community, whether that is your friends, whatever it is, it's okay to ask for help. There is no shame. I'm here to prove it. This little cold English heart had to reach out, and it did, and uh, got a lovely response. She also dropped off a jigsaw, which has really helped as soon as my brain kicked in, but my voice didn't. Anyway, that's enough about uh, what happened last week. I hope you are all well. Stay well. There's a lot of viruses going around and tis the season not to be sick, but to be jolly and to have a good time with those that you love. Thanks again for supporting the show. I hope you enjoy the question and the advice this week and I will catch up with you soon. Hi Jax, I would like your advice on anal sex. I've been asked to try a few times and I've found it all too uncomfortable. I suppose I'm quite well endowed but not overly thick. I've tried training a few ladies with plugs months prior but with no great success. What advice can you offer on this situation? Thank you. Hey, thank you so much for your question. All right, Zane or sex week, friends. Anal is something we do not learn about in sex ed. And if we do ever hear anything about it, it's only saying that it's a high-risk behaviour. There's a chance you could get HIV. Uh, It's heavily stigmatised. And it's something that educators, in schools especially, never really want to talk about. But anal play is in vogue. It is popular. If you think about it across the LGBTQ plus community and the straight world, anal is everywhere. All genders are enjoying it. And slowly the taboo is being stripped away. However, the education is still not there. The CDC in America did a study in 2021, and it said that almost half of men and almost a third of women in the States have tried anal. That's a lot of people. 
So let's make sure that you are doing it correctly and both you and your partner can have fantastic pleasure from this because there is a lot of pleasure to be had. And it's pleasurable for so many people because of the wonderful nerve endings. So if you have a penis, the prostate is right there and that is known as the male G-spot. Some incredible orgasms can be had, stimulating the nerve endings around there. And for people with vulvas, the vaginal wall and the uterine wall are sort of lining where your anus is. It's sort of, they they butt up against each other and it can provide all sorts of fantastic sensations. Lots of the nerve endings from the clitoris bang right up against your butt. There are also many things you need to learn about anal sex before it can be fun. Anal is a highly searched category in porn. However, we never see what happens beforehand. We do not see any prep. We do not see any warm-up. And in porn, it tends to become fast and hard and aggressive very quickly. Do not go to porn for your how-to guide as to how this works. Learn your anatomy. Practice, practice, practice what works for you. I always think of anal sex a little bit like athletes at the Olympics. You see it in porn and this is like the gold medal moment. It's doggy style. I'm getting railed fucking hard from behind. But we don't see the stuff that happens behind the scenes. You don't see the prep. You don't see the training. You don't see the copious amounts of lube that is used. So much lube. These things are really important. So I'm going to start with a few top tips for you. And the first one is to understand the anatomy. The arse is not complicated. There is skin, there is muscle, and there are blood vessels. That's it. Those three things. But what you want to do for satisfying anal sex is to make sure that the skin and the muscles relax to the capacity to which you are engaging. And what I mean by this is the person who is being fucked needs to relax and feel like they can take whatever is coming. Your as you said, quite endowed, but not too thick cock. But you cannot go from nothing to something big. You cannot go from not penetrating an ass to a cock. There are steps to go along the way. You want to gradually learn to start to dilate and stretch the skin. Train those muscles so they can both relax and get used to something that will eventually be going in and out. Bigger toys and an aggressive in-out motion will cause significant trauma and damage. And once there has been trauma, your butt's not going to want to have that happen again. This takes time. And when I say time, I'm talking like four to six weeks of learning to engage your body, learning the process, learning what feels good to you. So my five point plan. Part one, training solo and or with a partner. Just like we go to the gym to train our bodies, we need to go to the personal gym to train our asses if we would like to try anal sex. I would suggest to your partner that she starts to get to know her body. And by starting to get to know her body, she uses her own touch and her fingers. And I'm talking like pinky finger. Using a lot of lube, just start to stimulate the area go slow, see how it feels for her. What does it feel like? What feels good? 
what doesn't feel good. Get her to learn her own body. Find the position that doing that feels good. And then eventually she'll move up from her pinky finger to maybe two fingers. And then there are so many training kits out there that normally come with three or four plugs all in slightly different sizes. So you can start from small and then build up to bigger sizes before you'd even get to thinking about having your ass fucked. And when you're using these plugs, whether you're inserting them into her or whether she is doing it herself, I'm talking like you'll start with the smallest one for a couple of weeks and then you'll build up to the next and the next. Another great way to explore is with anal beads. If you haven't seen beads out there before, they're sort of, it's a toy that comes with normally different size balls that you can insert into the butt. And then you can start to feel different nerves being stimulated and people like to pull them out. Not always when someone's coming, but that's definitely at your sort of heightened sensitivity. But as you pull them out, you can start to have different feelings of how something feels going in and out. Also, they tend to increase in size, or at least many of them increase in size. So you can start with something smaller. And then as you get a little more comfortable, you can insert a little bit more and it will be a little bit bigger. A plug is going to give a feeling of fullness. Something like beads or a one style vibrator is going to give some other sensations as well. It will stimulate more nerve endings. Ask her to pay attention to how this all feels. What does she enjoy? What's being woken up? What isn't being woken up? This is fun exploration, but this is not a sprint. This isn't something that you can decide at five o'clock in the evening. I think we're going to try anal tonight and have someone be prepared if they haven't had their ass fucked because there is a lot to do. It can feel like a lot. It can also feel incredible, but it can be very overwhelming. So one, start with training. Second, when you're ready to play together, warm up is so important. Maybe some rimming, a nice butt massage, start with a finger or two, then move to some toys. Take your time. Make sure you're finding a position that is comfortable for her. And remember that you can't go from nothing to something big straight away. When using toys, and I should have brought this up right at the beginning, make sure that your toys have a flared ending to them. You do not want anything to get stuck up there. You don't want to be the person running to the ER because uh, your ass has swallowed something up. So if you have a flared base, it means it's going to stop and it's not going to get lost up there. Thirdly, lube, 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 lube. There is never enough lube when it comes to anal sex. Let it get slippy and slidey down there. Your ass does not self-lubricate. The vulva does use more than you think. It's not just a little bit on the tip of the toy. Get in there as you're as you're massaging with fingers. Get it all nice and slippery and lubricated so that you can hopefully then slide in. Fourthly, positions and control and who is in control. The person being fucked is the person who is in control until they are comfortable to hand the reins over to you. We see a lot in porn of people fucking someone's ass from behind with them bent over, kind of in a doggy style position. This actually isn't the most comfortable position, especially when learning how to have anal sex. My suggestion is the bottom, who is being fucked, sits 
on their partner so they get their partner nice and hard you can lie there you can have your nice heart on you can watch your partner on top of you having a lovely time but she can control how much of you is going in and out she can sit on your cock and see how that feels for her there are other great positions as well missionary can feel great to start with anal sex but remember that the bottom is the person who is in control of this they are in control as to how much of your cock goes inside them how fast or slow you are going in and out of them and how the fucking is going down it is a hundred percent up to them And the final thing is relax, relax, relax. If you are not relaxed having anal sex, it's not going to work. There should be zero pain. Anal sex should not hurt at all. And if it hurts, you've gone too big, you're going too hard, you haven't used enough lube, and you need to go back a few steps. So I know you've said in your question, that you have done some prep with the partners that have asked you to do this. But I'm just wondering how much and how sustained the prep is. If this is a new activity for someone or they do it incredibly rarely, you have to spend more time. And I'm talking slow, slow, steady, make it sensual. It's not like the porn that you're watching. You can't just be like, great, I'm going to bang her butt. That's not how it works. You can't go from nothing to something big straight away. Spit is not an appropriate lube. Use a proper lubricant, whether it's water-based or silicon-based. Spit is not appropriate. You'll need a hell of a lot more anyway. Bring toys into play and maybe use butt toys whilst you're doing other play. Have a plug in there maybe whilst you're fucking her vulva or she's going down on you or you're going down on her or whatever the play is. Bring plugs and beads in at that point. Lubricate, lubricate, lubricate. Remember, it's a bit like going to the gym and training new muscles. You go from small to medium to large to a cock. Take your time. There is no rush. Find the position that feels best and have fun and relax. Good luck. I hope it works out for you. So that's it for this week, friends. Like I said, just a one question, but apparently I can talk about anal sex for a while. So hopefully you still feel like you got your fill. And I hope that by next week, my body feels better, my brain feels better, and my voice is a little less raspy, a little more normal, and I don't have to keep hitting pause to go have coughing fits. Thanks again for all of your support. If you have a question, you know what to do. Go to the website thornyissues.ca and submit it there. Or you can attach a voice note to jacks at thornyissues.ca and I can get them through email as well, which is wonderful. Follow the show on Instagram at thornyissues. Like, subscribe, give me a five stars. I'd be so grateful. It would be the most wonderful Christmas gift you could give me. Thank you. All right enough from me be kind be good tell those people you love in your life that you love them give them an extra squeeze stay safe out there happy holidays my friends bye